Hello, welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number 25. Welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Today we're here with somebody who is my absolute cookie hero. She is like the entire reason that I decorate cookies. I'm not kidding. I saw her on the Martha Stewart show. And remember the little Santa Claus cookie cutter that I paid $66 for that I told you guys about? It's because Danny Fiore was on Martha Stewart and she showed how to make that cookie. And she is here with us today. Hello, Danny. I'm so hello, glad you're here. Hello. Oh my gosh, I love that story. It's so sweet. <laughs> did you read that where I literally spent $66 for a cookie cutter? I did. I, I mean, I, I it was, it's such a great story. It's, it's really amazing. And you know, people spend crazy amounts of money on Martha Stewart's cookie cutters just in general. That one, it's kind of interesting because it was a tin one. Um, I think it's amazing that you paid that for that. But I mean, for the for the history that and yep. that it's created and this amazing business that you created, I think it was really worth it. Good investment. Yeah, when Santa came through the mail, I got him out of the box, you know, and I just felt so bad that I paid that much for it. There was four cutters with it, four well, cutters yeah. total. I got the whole set, okay, yes. Good, good. But he was the reason that I did it because yours was so cute. And I convinced myself watching you that that was the only cookie that I would ever be able to make. And so when he got here, I took him out of the box and I held him up. I said, okay, Santa, we have to make this work. And hello, it okay. did. <laughs> So amazing. That's so cool. I love it. That little Santa really was just one of those cookies. Um, my husband likes to say, like, it's an emotional one. Like, people see it, and they have to have it. So um, I don't know if you get pushed back on your cookie pricing sometimes. I mean, I don't as much <laughs> these days, but back in the day when I did, I never got pushed back on Santa because yep. people just have to have that one, you know? Yep. It's, it's very interesting. So even similar to your cookie cutter story, the cookie as well just kind of moves people. Well, I think the way you decorated him was flawless. I mean, his cute little beard, the, you know, the sanding sugar you put on his hat and, you know, his white cuffs and his little, what is it, the fur at his feet, you know. Yeah, the fur on his, uh, his suits. Oh, it was so, it was flawless, seriously flawless. So, but, but I did, I convinced myself that was the only cookie that I could make. And I bought the bottles. Did <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oh, weird. You, did. you bought the bottles also. I bought the bottles, but it wasn't your bottles. I got them somewhere else. I think it was like Foxfire or something like that that I got yeah. online. Wilson was also selling a set or something, <laughs> you know, after. I mean, you can't really like trademark, you know, no. using bottles. But but I uh, thought that was a very inventive idea at the time. Well, I thought if she can decorate that with a bottle, so can I. And that's another yeah. thing that drew me into you was the fact that you use the bottles. So I bought the bottles and I decorated with them for a couple of months, and I'm like, this just isn't me. <laughs> so, Do you not use the bottles anymore? I, I've i started since I've had the tumor removed. Everybody knows that I had a brain tumor. Since I've had the tumor removed, I've used them three times since then, and I'm okay with it now. Something about, you know, the past couple of years, I haven't been really using them, which is sad because you know, they're great. Your, video, it's, your videos are so close up. I could really only, like, a lot of times see the tip. So I never really always know, like, if people are using the bot. Like, it's a little bit harder to tell these yeah. days because people are so zoomed in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the bottles were, like, one of the reasons I started because I, I just was so intimidated by pastry bags. So Me too. So it was really the only way I was able to do it. Well, and that's the bottles and your Santa and you are what drew me in. So that was the, the three thing there. 
I, your book is amazing. And I was like oh. so touched when I saw that I was in the forward. I'm, I'm just really, really grateful. And thank you. Thank you so much for, well, for saying all of that. Well, it's, it's really, true. And I'm so happy I inspired you. It's, it's kind of the whole idea. Yeah. Well, you definitely did. And like I said, you know, then after that Santa came, I knew that I could probably decorate just about anything because your instructions right. were great. And you started with like one of the hardest cookies. Oh, really? <laughs> and the fact that you said that people pay that much for Martha Stewart cutters, that makes me feel so much better. Oh my gosh. I think it's the, um, last time I checked like on eBay, um, I think like she has, she has a heart cutter set that was, you know, in Martha by Mail, beautiful and still in the box. I mean, I, I believe that set's like $500. Are you kidding? Hundreds of dollars. She did these beautiful oversized um, coppers. And I mean, they're like this big. I'm dying to do a class on just like three or four giant oversized cookies. And those cookie cutters, again, hundreds of dollars just for one. I would love to come to that class. That would be, that would be a class that every cookies together. Oh my gosh. For me, it would be like a dream come true because like I said, you know, just seeing you on TV and then buying that cutter, I just felt so accomplished that day. I'm so glad you did it. That's so cool. So cool. Well, let me ask you, this is a question that I've had for anybody who worked with Martha Stewart, you know, because that's a huge household name I mean everybody knows who she is how in the world first of all you went to school you went to college so where did you go to college could you tell us about that I went to RISD Rhode Island School of Design um I graduated the class of 95 with a BFA um yeah I I was kind of lucky I got an early acceptance and much to my parents delight because I really wanted to go to school in New York I wanted to go to New York City, and my parents did not want me to go to New York City. So um, I applied to RISD early and somehow got in. I, d- I don't know how I got in early, but it happened. And um, it was a very interesting experience. I was a solid C student, as I like to say. Um, I had a really interesting time there because, um, you know, in a big sea of artists, I was a very small fish. And um I decided to do illustration just because it was what I knew. Um, and also, um, I just, I, you know, one thing I, I will say, they make you kind of pick your major um, as a freshman. And I was kind of bummed out by that because there were so many things I hadn't tried. Um, I had a really good art, art school uh, background uh, from high school. I had an amazing high school art teacher, Mr. Glazer who was incredible. Um, and I, I got to do a little bit of outside programs and stuff like that, but I went with illustration, um, thinking that maybe I'd want to do fashion. Um, but went with illustration and then ended up taking a fashion design class. Um, I believe I was, maybe it was second year. Um, they have a session called winter session in between. So you have your first semester winter session, and then you have your second semester. And winter session, they really encourage you to do things outside of the box that you wouldn't usually do. So that was my chance to try fashion. And the minute I learned about pattern making, I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. I, it was just way too mechanical, way too much math, way too complicated. Um, and while I love to draw illustration, fashion illustration, like drawing and all that kind of stuff was still really interesting to me. Just, I knew I wasn't set to major in fashion. Okay, so after you realized that fashion wasn't your thing, how did you go from fashions to cookies? How did that jump happen? I just kept doing my thing in illustration. Like I said, I was a solid C student. You know, I mean, I, I, I liked it. It was a good challenge, but I just, I, I kept getting told that I really should be a children's book illustrator. I couldn't get away from my style. And in, in 
illustration, like it was funny because back in the nineties and you know, at RISD at the time was still very fine arts. They were actually a little bit slower um, to jump onto like the internet and all that stuff that was happening. So um, I was, you know, the painters were the cool people and the people who were really just, you know, and I was always like, well, how am I going to make money doing that? And also like, I'm not that good at it. So um, even as many people told me I should be a fashion, a children, a children's book illustrator, I just didn't want to hear it because that wasn't like the thing to do. Um, but looking back, like it was really good advice because it's really my style of drawing that allows me to do cookies the way I do them. It was just a little bit longer of a path. Um, I had, I had taken, um, my senior year and my junior year and senior year, I started taking some other illustration classes that were more like mixed media. So I did bookmaking, which I loved. And then um, I started doing some photography where I would actually take a photo and then draw on it or paint on it and use mixed media on it. And my grades started getting better and my photos were really good. And so I started, uh, I was a TA for a photo teacher for continuing ed. And I absolutely loved it. I spent a lot of time in the dark room. And I think that doing photography is really what helped me with my visuals because the act of looking through the frame for a lot of people like changes things. So, you know, you'll even see some art directors or some even directors walk around with like that little square and they're, you know, they're doing like <laughs> yeah. this. But it's really a real thing. When I look through the frame, I, I often will look through the frame when I'm taking a photograph and then back up and like move things and change things around. So that's what photography did for me. And, you know, I look at my photos now compared to then and I'm still really an amateur photographer. I'm not doing like F-stops and things like that. But um, really what the iPhone has done for my photos is, is quite incredible. So um, yeah, it was it was really just like a journey that kind of, circled back um, because after college I ended up getting a job. I waited tables for uh, that summer and really kept that job for as long as I can. Waiting tables was uh, a second education for me. I absolutely loved it. Um, I became immersed in the food world. I loved it. And, um, you know, I think it was really like the fall afterwards. My father was like, don't get stuck in the restaurant world. You need to get a real job. So, <laughs> Um, and you know, that happens to a lot of people. I, I, I can't blame them for getting stuck in the restaurant world. It's so fun. Um, so I started interviewing and networking and I, I knew, um, somebody that worked at Ralph Lauren. I submitted my resume and I ended up getting a job in the men's design department at Ralph Lauren. And, um, one of the things that kind of I was doing there was fashion illustration. It was crazy. They liked my sweater sketches because they were so crazy. And uh, again, very stylized. Like that's what fashion illustration is. And I was able to do that while um, doing some of the graphics. And I ended up working on the boards that they would use to sell the line because men's design at Ralph was very much sold off the boards. It wasn't like, you know, the sportswear is the sportswear. Like, you know, they have their thing. Yeah. So, um, I ended up being at Ralph for a few years. Um, I met my husband there and um, I ended up at the end of my career going down to actually was up the street because it was, it was so amazing. I mean, I was so lucky to have this job. I was in Midtown, uh, New York City, like Madison Ave. Like it was so crazy. And when you're young, you don't even realize how lucky you are. Like 
what, like who has that job? It was amazing. <laughs> um, and I ended up working down uptown um, with the group that does the windows for the mansion. And the mansion is the flagship store of Ralph Lauren. And so this was like a whole other side of the business where I'm working with the windows team and I'm learning more about like sets and visuals and, and, you know, no one does lifestyle, right? Like quite like Ralph Lauren working there. I was just kind of honing this skill of, of, uh, you know, just kind of seeing the bigger picture and, and seeing what, what set design looks like and what props and all that kind of stuff does. So it was cool. That was also every job I've had was an education. So that's really amazing. <laughs> okay. So after you left Ralph Lauren, um, where did you go from there? So um, right about the end of my career at Ralph Lauren, my husband and I got engaged. He had left Ralph by then and was working at American Eagle Outfitters at the time. Um, he's an amazing graphic designer and um, he was working his way up there. And I was, after I planned, after we planned our wedding, I really wanted to get into doing event design. Um, you know, I had all this knowledge now of setting up things and doing setups and and um, I really wanted to do a cookie for my wedding favor. And, you know, I was a fan of Martha, always looking at the magazines. But at the last minute, I got super intimidated. So um, I ended up doing something else for our favor. But my best friend, Tamara, ended up bringing a plate of heart cookies to our rehearsal dinner. Aww. And she was, you know, she was so cute. She wrapped them in cellophane bags with, like, little heart ribbon. And she was like, you could do this. You're ultimately an illustrator. And that's really what it's about. Um and we ended up doing a side gig together, doing cookies together. Oh. And the funny thing is that at the time, she was working for Martha Stewart. So she had worked. She, we had met at RISD. She was an amazing photography major. And, I mean, I after college, like, her goal was to get get into Martha Stewart. And she made it. She was a stylist. Wow from uh, back when Martha was in Connecticut and Turkey Hill. And she was really the person who, so we, we went into cookie business together. We were also doing events. Like our business together was a little bit more event driven. So we would do an event from the invitation to the favor. And then the favor would always be a cookie. So most people that hired us, it would go like that. And we would go set them up and we did a bunch of weddings and showers and things like that. Um, while, while this was all happening, the economy crashed. And, um, I, by then was part-time at Ralph Lauren. I was so lucky they let me go part-time, but when the economy crashed, people weren't really spending that money anymore mm -hmm. on events. So I really needed to get back to work. And Tamara had suggested me for a freelance job, um, that came up at Martha and it was for the woman. Um, her name is Jocelyn and she's an absolutely incredible stylist. She was going on maternity leave and, Tamara suggested me for that job to fill in. So um, I had never done anything like that before, but I was like, yes. So one of my biggest things that I tell everybody is, you know, fake it till you make it. Say yes. If you, <laughs> if you have the confidence and you believe it, you could do it. Yes. So I, I said, yes, of course. Who would turn down that opportunity? And it was trial by fire. And I started style. I started my styling career with styling like Martha at the Today Show and The View. And wow. I would go with her to Dave Letterman and like set up her tables. And um, it was incredible. It was an incredible job. I was I, I was good at it. I had all this like background knowledge and, you know, I get it. Like I'm looking through the camera and checking the shot. And it totally, it was really kind of amazing how all my jobs before that like kind of led up to me being good at styling. Um, 
so that was an incredible experience. And, you know, I met Martha a few times and she was, she was always amazing. Um, and Tamara decided to go to go back to school to become an art teacher. And I ended up taking her position on Martha's team once, wow. once Tamara left. So we never, we ended up working together on a couple freelance things together with Martha, but we, we were never on the same exact team, which, which would have been fun, but it's just the way it worked out. So it was incredible. So yeah, I started work. So I, I took the full-time job with Martha um, after that and became part of her um, art department. That is an incredible journey right there, right into cookie land. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was, is amazing. That was a crazy thing too, because Martha had heard through the grapevine that like Tamara and I had this side gig where we were doing cookies and you know, her producers were like, Martha loves cookies like this. You know, can you pitch us? So um, she and I had done a segment together, but once she stopped working on the show, they asked me to pitch them cookie ideas for every holidays. And, you know, pretty much every holiday, you know, my first one was, my first one was one with Tamara, which was back in the day. Um, we did a beautiful, I could send you a picture of it too. It's like a, a copper cutter tree. So the, the tree is decorated with a combination of copper cookie cutters and all our cookies. So we did gingerman. We did um, the fu the fuzzy sheep, the woolly sheep, <laughs> and um, that was the, sh the cookie that we decorated on air with Martha, which was like my first segment with her and Tamara, which was amazing. That that's incredible. And then you know, how much longer was it till? And like I said, I was at work every day. I was a school secretary, so I didn't get to watch the Martha Stewart show back then. There wasn't Hulu and Netflix and all these amazing things where you could just go watch it. You know what you missed. So I didn't see it. But like the week that I quit my job because you know gas prices just went crazy. It was that ugh, economy crash thing. And so that week. I was irritated because I had to find a job local. I liked my job. I wanted to keep it. There was no job that was ever going to be better than being a school secretary. Well, then I found cookies, so it wasn't true. <laughs> but the first week that I had quit, you came on Martha, and I was moving the rugs. I, I pushed all the furniture to one side, and I was cleaning the floors and really massively getting into this. And I turned and looked at the TV and there you were. It was like the preview of you decorating that scent. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I ran and found back in the day, a VCR tape. Yeah. <laughs> oh the God, VCR. VCR time? That's crazy. <laughs> well, I'm behind. I Well, I was always behind time, you know, in the technology department. But now I have to stay on top of it because that's part of the job. Well, you're, way, you're way ahead of technology now. <laughs> let me just tell you. This podcast that is amazing. Well, it's funny because, I, yeah, this podcast thing, I'm loving it. Because really, how else can you talk about the power of a cookie unless they can hear your voice? I mean, seriously, you your voice, we know that there's a power in a cookie. I mean, you, I am right here right now because of you decorating that Santa Claus with those little icing bottles on the Martha Stewart show. So wow. thank you. Thank you for giving me hope and that's so sweet. giving me a job that I love and where I can help people because that's my goal with my blog. I don't want to just, I do love making the cookies, but my goal yeah. is to empower people, to yeah. help them know that they can do anything that they dream of. I mean, seriously, you can do anything if you dream it. And you're, you're proof. You, you showed me the dream and I took it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, I, I love that Santa Claus. And I, I did until this past Christmas, um, 
I was so sick that I didn't get to do anything this past Christmas. I, I don't even remember if I decorated any cookies. I do remember because I was trying to launch the cookie network at the time, and we're working on that again, you know, trying to, as soon as I can get my energy back, you know, we're okay. going to hit that. And it's basically... Oh, I don't know what that is. What's the cookie network? Basically, I, I started with the Barefoot Baker, which was a blog, and then right. I wrote a book, The 100 Animal Cookies. And then we did the podcast, which I absolutely love this podcast, and the cookie network is going to be right up there with the podcast for me what it is is basically um we started the studio we started working on the studio for me before I got sick and of course you know we didn't do a lot when I was so sick so um we're trying to finish up the details now but it'll be me kind of like have you watched and I've met him and I hope he doesn't care that I say this on my podcast have you met man about cake Joshua John Russell no, no, but I, I, of course, I know who he is. Yeah, I, haven't uh, him, yeah. I met him at Cookie Con. He, he walked by me, and I told my husband I was stopping, and I turned and I watched him walk by. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Joshua John Russell. And he's like, who? I said, man about cakes. I'm going to go meet him. And so I took off running. I'm supposed to be oh going gosh. to teach my class. And I took off running, and I met him at this door he was trying to get in. And I said, hi. I said, you don't know who I am. I said, but I would love to meet you. I said, you're Joshua John Russell. And he said, yeah. He said, who are you? I said, I'm the Barefoot Baker. He goes, oh my gosh, I was just on your Instagram page. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know who I am. <laughs> so, I love it. So we got our picture made together. But kind of what I was working on before that was being in front of the camera Okay. And showing, and we're going to be filming it from above, and we'll be filming from face on. That way, everybody, I can tell them the process of the cookie decorating. To me, it's really hard to do royal icing. Royal icing is so finicky. I mean, yeah, some it days is. it's great. Some days it's not. Some days it doesn't bleed the colors together. Other days, it's the first thing it starts doing. So, is, is it humid where you live? Do you have these issues as well? I do. I've had a couple. I mean... I, I'm very so we're now I'm in Asbury Park. I was I was in Weehawken, New Jersey before this, which is right outside of New York. Um, so I I'm in Asbury Park, which is near much you know the ocean is like less than a mile away. So <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, we, I mean it's been humid just because we've had so much rain, insane yeah. amount of rain. But I love that you're saying that about the royal icing too, because honestly, I make it the same every time, but it comes out different every time. Me too. So that's the thing. I mean, it really. I love what you say in your book about the 15 second. Um, line. I think that's such a brilliant, and I, I really love that. So one thing I will say with me working at Martha was, and and maybe you, I, I'm going to ask you, and, and I want to re-interview you about how you're making money on your blog because oh no, <laughs> what, happened, what happened with me is that I I stayed on the show. So right, like like the blog thing started happening at that point, and people were blogging and writing books, and the cookie thing was kind of blowing up, and you know, here I am working at Martha and it's this job of a lifetime and my side gig is the cookie hustle. And I feel like I, I do feel like I missed a little bit of an opportunity there to really kind of take my cookie career to that yeah. level because I, I stayed on the show and I, I was working that job and it was incredible. Um, I was there, gosh, I can't remember the year that I quit. I could never remember how many seasons I worked there. Um, but what happened was I did a segment with Martha on, it was the lovebird owl and that was my career changing cookie. Um, you know, it was a Valentine's day idea show, which I was always so happy to do because basically it was me showing a cookie and Darcy Miller showing one of her amazing, um, Valentine packages. And Martha was just so into the owl and she was so into the bottles. And by then I had my kits ready and I was selling my, my bottle kit 
and she told me to look into the camera and tell everyone where they could buy my bottle kit. And you know, I said my website, sweetdannyb.com, and you know, I was like, wow, that was so nice of her. And that's one thing that Martha was like, she was so great to me. I yeah, people always ask me what it was like to work with her. It was incredible. It was it was a, a learn something every day, learn something new at least one thing new every day, but I was always learning everything. I was soaking it all in. Um, just being in her kitchen amongst these incredible chefs. I made friends there with some of the most creative people and friends of a lifetime too. I'm so lucky because we all keep in touch, but it, it was just such an immersive, it was almost like a third art education, you know? So it was like RISD and then I waited tables and that was another education. And then Working at Martha was like getting a master's. It was it was incredible. So um, after she told me to look into the camera and say my website, I walked off the stage and my phone was like blowing up. I had <laughs> I just from like from walking off the stage to the back, I had fifty emails asking where they could buy the cookie cutter. Where can they get the bottle <laughs> kit? Can they order like five bottle kits? How fast will it come? And I couldn't believe it. I was beside myself. So. Um, we spent, my family, my mom, dad, and husband spent the next two months sending kits in the mail. It was incredible. It was like our apartment changed over into like a mail room. And, you know, we got it done. And, you know, I, I, while I seized that opportunity, it was great. I kept looking back. I wish I had seized the opportunity to start blogging then because yeah. blogging was like the next thing to take off. And I really kind of focused on what I focused on. And, you know, in hindsight, I kind of wish that I got my blog going now because you're going to have to tell me the tips on how to <laughs> how to monetize your blog. Because that's I, while I did blog and I loved blogging, I, just, I never really monetized it. I never like learned yeah. that part of it. So and the other thing is that I regret while that cookie community was like kind of taking off. I really wasn't part of it. I was kind of like in this other. So I'm so happy to meet you. And there's so many other people that I would love to meet. But um, yeah. I was kind of like in this weird space where I wasn't necessarily part of that community. So yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, meeting you, like I said, even just sitting here talking to you right now is like a dream come true because seriously, I did not know where my life was going to go. I didn't know if I was going to go down here and get a gas station and, you know, and, and work there. I didn't know if I was going to go on into Pigeon Forge. I live very close to Pigeon Forge. I didn't know if I was going to go there and, and, like you said, work in a restaurant or go yeah. to the park and sell park items. <laughs> you know, I didn't know. I didn't have a clue what I was going to do. And like I said, that first week that I quit my job, you were on there and you showed me the path that I could take to work for myself and do what I needed to do for me to get where I wanted to be. And then the people that I had the book with, they just called or they actually sent me an email one day and said, you know, we've been looking at your blog and we like the way that you do things in the style. We want to know if you're interested in doing a hundred animal cookies book. And I'm like, animal cookies are my favorite. (laughs) so, So the hardest part about that was shipping all the cookies across seas. I had to ship them to the UK. So I really had to learn how to package my cookies where they wouldn't break. Well, I shipped, I mean, hundreds and hundreds because they did all the photography. They didn't want me doing any of it, which I don't blame them. Back then I wasn't, you know, very good at it. So, so I shipped all the cookies there, but I shipped hundreds and hundreds of cookies and not one broke. So that's huge to me. But, but if you go to my YouTube channel, anybody out there that wants to, and you go to my shipping method where I show you how to pack cookies, I used, um, egg cartons around the cookies once I did it I put them in there and I would put egg cartons around I figure if those can protect eggs they can protect my cookies and they did 
Well, now people on uh, YouTube are giving me a really hard time saying, this is ridiculous. It's too much. Well, it may be if you're sending them, you know, to your son or daughter or a family member, wherever. Yeah. But if you're sending them to the UK, I highly recommend doing it that way. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things with shipping cookies. Like, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, no. I mean, I think that that sounds like a brilliant method. I only ship cookies in boxes. That's, I, you know, I have a clear top box. It's kind of my signature look. And you know, we do it a certain way and, and that's it. I don't even deal with shipping cello bag cookies. I, I just, I, <laughs> if you don't want to pay for the box, then I can't ship to you. That's yeah. just the way it has to be because yeah. it is so much work. It's it so is. Work. And, and it's a it fragile is. item. You don't want, I feel like decorated cookies are already a little bit harder. At least mine is. It's. I say to people, it's crispy on the edge and it's soft in the middle. And you know, you have to use your side teeth sometimes to bite it. That's, you know, that's the way it is. But it is delicious. Yes. It's just, you, if that cookie was any softer, you wouldn't even be able to ice it. Never yeah. mind ship it anywhere. Yeah. So I think people do have to be a little bit realistic about shipping cookies. And, and that's, I think that's why a lot of people don't do it. It's it's work. I, I'm really planning on coming up with another one. Definitely before Christmas, you know, I'm not back to work full time yet. So when I get back to full time, that's one of the first things I'm going to do is, you know, and hopefully I can do that on the cookie network where they can see and I can show them how to package cookies if they're sending them, you know, within the United States. I mean, uh, yeah, mine was extreme, but I tell you, not one cookie broke. Three people from over there sent me emails. Not one cookie broke. Incredible. Good for you. I, I really, one of the things that I'm hoping to do is do a book. Um, I, but I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I, I feel like I, I'm not sure what kind of book I want to do. I'm kind of stalling on it. I had a book in the works years ago. Martha um, asked me to write a book outline and I pitched it to her and she loved it. Um, and we were going to do it as a workbook. Um, that would be like one of the, you know, like when you're at holiday time, how they have those workbooks at the magazine section, Yeah, they have like a harder cover and they're like about nine ninety five or whatever. So it's like a specialty. Um, and she loved the outline I came up with and, you know, I was really happy with it. And when it got to her publishers, they passed on it because they were worried that cookies was too specific for the Martha brand. And, uh, I was really bummed about it cause I was excited about the project and so was Martha, um, so I still have that outline and, you know, that's one of my goals for the year is to sit down and look at it and see, you know, is that, is that the book I want to write now? Um, also like you're saying, I, I've been doing a lot of inspirational talking and I love inspiring young business entrepreneurs. Um, so, you know, is there a way to tie that all in? I don't know. I, I really just need like a good week to sit down with my thoughts. Um, I don't know when I'm going to get that having the shop open. But um, yes, and I also love what you're saying about about the the cookie network. I also was talking to some people about possibly relaunching my YouTube channel. Yeah, I love it. And I love the way that you decorate cookies, the way you use candies and marshmallows and things, your sheep with the marshmallows. And yeah, you put oh, that's one of the, and a, a lot jelly of the beans. Cookies, I heard somebody say like, um, or it was like a comment on social media that I use candy with reckless abandon. It's so funny too, because <laughs> I am not really a candy eater. Uh-huh. Um, I am, I've never tasted a Jolly Rancher. I have, I had candy cotton candy for the first time last year. I just wasn't like a big candy eater as a kid. One of the reasons I use so much candy is because I knew that I had to mix less colors if I use candy. So, and I That's also so smart. 
the texture and the dimension that candy brings to cookies. So, but really like the ultimate reason was so I could mix less colors because I was just getting crushed. And I mean, it's, it was seven to seven if I was lucky. So, and then I had to commute home from New York city. So I would be getting home at 8 PM eating dinner and then working till two in the morning, most nights. I mean, that would be an early night. So wow. again, like it's so funny. Cause I was like, Oh, well, I mean, if I use like black M&Ms for eyes, like I don't have to make black. So, you know, that would be just a way to like not mix another color. And now it's really become a signature of mine. I was going to say, do you like it now? Because I mean, that is, I can, I can go on Pinterest and just see a page full of cookies and I'm like, there's Danny's, there's Danny's, you know, and then I can go, there's Callie, sweet sugar bell. She's a friend of mine. And I'm like, there's Callie and there's Amber, you know, sweet Ams. I mean, you can just tell who makes what cookie. So do you like using the candy and stuff now? I do. I mean, I really, you know, it's also just kind of like, as I was doing cookies, it just started to be like how I think about it. So like, I'll usually see a cookie cutter and think of like the shape, what it looks like in my head. And it's funny because it's affected my drawing. So it's not as easy for me to illustrate without thinking of it as a cookie, which is just sounds so crazy. But if I see like an abstract shape, I think of it as how I would decorate it as a cookie first, and then I draw it. So, yeah. Keep in mind, you can do books with cookies. You know, I've thought about that, too. That was my next book that I was going to do until Bouncer, the brain tumor, decided to invade my brain. So it may still happen, but I have this whole notebook full of ideas to do these little cookie books. I just think it would be so The cookies are the characters, you know. So So that's the thing. It's like I do. I ended up... what happened also after that um, Martha segment, the uh, the Lovebird Owl segment, was I walked off that stage and I called my friends at Copper Gifts, who I had not known before, and I called up Beth and I was like, "Hi, I've been buying your cookie cutters for the past two years or so." I was like, "Do you want to go into business together?" And um, yeah, because the owl that I used for that segment, I can't remember where I got it. It was like an older cutter and we kind of recreated it and started selling the owl. And that's one of my best selling cutters to this date. But, you know, as we went on through the years, we developed cookie cutters together. So I have a bunch of characters. Um, And just recently, one of my best friends approached me about possibly doing like, he was saying that he would write the the book to go with the character. So he could he has two kids and he was like, I could just see those characters as like children's books. So I think it would be a really cool thing to collaborate on. Yeah. Um, I did too. I got to find the time, but I really, really want to do it. And I definitely want to take him up on that idea. I think it's so cool. Yeah, I think so too. And it's an idea that I've been playing with for about, I would say, probably about a year and a half, you know, but then, like I said, I just, I was physically ill and couldn't do it, but it's not going to stop me. Yeah. I'm going to oh, come back and do what I want to do. Incredible. <laughs> incredible. I'm so glad you're okay. Me too, sister. Me too. <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk to you every time I go online and see your cafe. Is it, is the name of it Sweet Danny B Cafe? Is that what so the name of it is? Sweet Danny B Cookie Kitchen and Petite Party Cookie Studio. Kitchen. So, um, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed that one I'm sorry (laughs) but every time I go on I see that giant gingerbread cookie cutter behind you it's behind you right now but anyways every time I go on I see that giant gingerbread man with those stars above it I've never seen the cookie cutter stars did you order those online or it's it's an interesting story so my cookie cutter mascot is uh, his name is Dolce and he was a gift to me from a cookier 
um, from Atlantic City, and her business was called Dolce Licious Cookies. And she was wow. retiring and moving to South Carolina and asked me if I would like that. And I, I he was actually a oh. cookie cutter from Home Goods. I don't know if anyone. A lot of my friends have them. Yeah. <laughs> I, missed, I missed the boat. And I was me so too. excited when she offered this to me. So she drove up and uh, it was so nice to meet her. So I named him Dolce wow. after her business. And I just thought that was like the sweetest, like, you know, a lot of the things that I have here in the shop are, you know, my husband's like, there's so much stuff around here. But I mean, I, I just have collected so many things over the years and we use them to decorate the shop. So the stars are actually a craft project from the Martha Stewart magazine, an amazing crafter named Aaron Furry had done them for a segment um, on Martha videos. And my friend, Hosanna Hauser, who I worked with on the show, she was the lead crafter in the craft department. Um, she ended up buying them at a tag sale for me and gifted them to me. And Aww. they just fit so perfectly right on that wall. So, Are they cookie cutters or yeah, what are they made just, out of? They're just really like kind of whole like um, sculptures. I can't, I can't remember the segment she did them for. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, you could use it as a cookie cutter. I just haven't. With your little adorable gingerbread man, they look like gingerbread. I mean, they look like it's cookie cutters. They are so yeah. It all, it all really came together quite nicely. I mean, we really we did a huge gallery wall. Someday when you visit, I'll walk you through the whole thing. But I have so many things around here. I have some pictures from the Martha show. Um, I have on my last day um, one of the things that we used to say when people that it, at the end of the show the the phrases that's a wrap. So on my last day, <laughs> I have uh, a, that my that's a wrap sign, which we glittered. And Aww. so I have that hanging in the shop. Um, I have some artwork that my husband created. You know, he's an amazing art, graphic artist. Um, photos everywhere. So it's cool. I mean, we really feel the shop. Nice. We want people to feel at home here and comfortable. And we want it to be interesting to them. So like, a lot of stuff around. <laughs> Even online, it does feel like it has that homey personal touch. And I, I swear, it's a place that I really want to go. I've never been to New York. You know, I, I don't know if my husband would go with me. I know if I said I was going, he would go. Even though we've been married 30, over 31 years, and he has not eaten one, not one, of my sugar cookies. No. Are you kidding? <laughs> what? He, he doesn't like sugar cookies. He won't even try it. So he's probably over there listening to me right now. Sorry, honey. No, but my <laughs> husband doesn't really eat them either. He, he eats my chocolate chip and he eats the other, like I have a dark chocolate chip. But, you know, since we have the cafe on the weekends, we have drop cookies, um, which, you know, it's funny because over the years I'd always kind of like bake drop cookies. But um, when we open the cafe for the weekends, we have to have other cookies because the decorated cookies, as you know, are very labor intensive and yeah. if they don't sell on the weekend is heartbreaking. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that was definitely a big lesson that I learned in my first year about really, and I'm still learning it. And honestly, the, the cafe is an ongoing lesson every day. Um, what do people want to buy? What are in the mood for this weekend? Mm -hmm. um, so one of the reasons we're really only open on the weekends is because I really do prefer the orders. Um, I prefer people placing their order, paying for it and picking it up as opposed to guessing what they might want. Um, and so on the weekends, you know, we do offer some, some decorated cookies. What we started doing was a few extras of what we're doing order wise during the week. Um, and then like for Memorial Day weekend, we'll do a few that theme. We'll do a few summer. We'll have a couple mermaids in there. Um, but we really try not to make too many because yeah. to throw away a mermaid at the end of the weekend is, heartbreaking 
It's very heartbreaking. Yeah. And very, very heartbreaking. <laughs> and because I mean, you're clearly decorating with layers. You know, when you're decorating with layers, yeah. um, you know, your cookie's not taking five minutes. It's, it's, you know, taking something like seven and eight minutes. And then if you're doing yeah. trays and trays of them, it's multiply it by that. So um, yeah. once I had employees in overhead, and it wasn't just me here working. Um, that, that was something I learned really, really quickly. Yeah. How do you do holidays though? If you, if you like the orders where people come in, place their order, pay for it, then come back and pick them up. How do you do the holiday cookies? Because I think Christmas would be insane for Christmas you. Is insane. I basically really like joke around about like moving in here from like day after <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving. Um, and you know what, honestly, it was always like that because before I, I always had studios that I was working out of, whether it was an apartment or, you know, uh, back in the day, I had rented a place in the Monroe Center in Hoboken, which is this like crazy, like artist kind of building. So I was really always working out of uh, studios um, whenever I could. And there were definitely times in December where I would just sleep at the studio on the couch. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the majority, again, like the majority of my orders from Thanksgiving on, we prioritize the orders. You like, and we're trying to train our customer to place an order. Um, we have a $50 minimum for orders, which is really not very high when it comes to a cookie platter nope. or, you know, decorated cookies. So we keep that low because we're trying to encourage people to tell us what they want. Um, and then holiday weekends are, you know, those two weekends before Christmas, we just, we do put more cookies in the case. Um, same thing with Valentine's day. We, we put about, you know, we're averaging out about like 40 to 50 cookies uh, decorated that will sell out of the case. And luckily we're able to keep track of that through the square, you know, which is the register that I use. Um, so, you know, when Valentine's Day came up this year, we looked at the square from last year and we did about the same. Um, oh, that's good. And then if we, we sold out clean, then we know next year, you know, maybe we'll add a few. But honestly, I really have no problem selling out. And again, saying to that customer, listen, next year place an order. It's going to be yeah. much better. Your cookies you better be, go fast. Your cookies will be waiting for you. You can pick them up. We could deliver them. You know, there's so many options. We just hired, um, a full-time, like not a full-time, but a, a delivery person. His name's Kenny. He's amazing. And so he could go to New York. He could go to Brooklyn. He could go, he, he'll go everywhere. He's been delivering to Philly for us. And that's actually an amazing option because, you know, a lot of times once you end up shipping cookies, it could be hundreds of dollars to ship them. So if you could have them hand delivered for the same price, like it's, yeah. it's actually just so much more amazing. So I have been trying not to lose my New York business being down at Asbury Park. And, you know, having that delivery person is really, really uh, a great thing that we've just added and really, really important. Oh, I would be so happy to see a delivery guy or girl walking up to me with cookies. I mean, come on. I would just have to stand up and start clapping for this person. I'm going to put his stuff on our story. <laughs> yes, please do. newly started working for us, but, you know, he's great. And, I, you know, it's, it's again, it's one of those things like when you're not in the city, kind of like you're saying, you have to kind of figure out other ways to get to get out there and get your stuff out there. You know, it's always one of the things, too. It's like it for me, like that trial by fire, walking off the stage and everybody wanting my thing, like, how do you figure out how to do it? And so, yeah. you know, that's how I figured out the delivery thing. Like 
people wanted it and I had no choice, either lose the business or figure it out. So, And you're the type that walks through the market, Martha Stewart show and you're looking at, you know, every single person who cooks or cleans or does anything and you're figuring this out. So there's no doubt in my mind that you're not going to lose your business. You're going to figure it out and everybody's just going to adore you just like I adore you. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Yes. So. We're we really made some adjustments in the cafe. Our first year was pretty good. Um, our second year is okay. You know, we're in our second year now, but um, I really decided like the, you know, in January of this year that I wanted to go back with, what, to what I love. My first thing that I love is decorating cookies and making favors for people. Um, and we also started doing cookie top cakes because I work with a fantastic baker who has, she makes the most delicious cakes and she's happy to collaborate and, have me design with her. Um, so that's really been a really cool thing, but we, we kind of put the, not, not on the back burner, but the cafe had to come as the second priority. And so many people were pressuring me to open every day and why aren't you open every day? And why, why are your hours just like for, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the reason is because as you know, to do decorated cookies as a business, you need time and you need to make a mess. Yes. I can't have people sitting in the cafe while the place is a mess and we yeah. have, you know, beads and M&Ms and everything everywhere. And, <laughs> you know, while we do clean up at the end of the night, we can't fully put everything away. Um, yeah. It's just not possible to do the volume that we're doing. So, um, you know, once I, I said, I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to get back to what I love and I really want to go back to blogging and I really want to go back to my YouTube channel you know, things have been better and we're getting busier and I'm getting Good. favorite orders. So that's really the direction we're going. And, you know, I do think that this, the cookie cafe could be super successful and, um, you know, we're looking at a really exciting summer and, you know, we're going to see how it goes. We're going to see how it goes. As very, very Summer, yeah. So we'll I see. feel it. It's going to go well. And speaking of cookies and cakes, that's what I'm working on now. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm putting cookie. I haven't put any on any social media yet. I'm practicing and I'm going slow, but it's about to happen big time because I just think the combination of cookies and cakes could complement each other so well. And then, you know, if somebody doesn't like cake, here, have a cookie from the cake. If right. somebody doesn't like cookies, let me take that cookie off and give it to this person over here and you take this piece of cake. I mean, it's like, like two desserts and one that are going to love each other well. I think it's going to work well. So that's yeah. what I hope. Yeah, it's been very good for us. It's been um, very successful for us. Um, we do like a few sizes and just limited flavors just because, you know, again, like there's cookies on them, so you don't have to go too crazy. But what I find that's cool about the cakes is that a lot of times the kids just want the cookies and then the adults could eat the cake. Well, with my cookies, it seems like that's what, because like I said, you know, we work at a camp and there's kids everywhere all the time. And that seems to be the thing. Anytime there's a cake around, the adults want the cake, the kids want the cookie. So, yeah. which is pretty cool, you know. Okay. I know I probably need to wrap it up. I've kept you for quite some time now and I have enjoyed every single second of it. But there's something that you say it's written on the wall. I can see it right there behind you. Life is sweet. Every time I see that, I know it's you. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yes. So we wrote it on the wall. Uh, my husband hand painted that. <gasps> oh. I, my husband did a lot of hand painting here uh, in general. So um, yeah, that's my been my phrase since like the very beginning. And uh, we put on a t-shirt and it's funny as the business is evolving, I use spread the love a lot. Um, and it kind of goes back to what you're doing. It's really, it's one of those things. It's like, 
you know, what is most important, why I really wanted to get back to the favors is because I love being part of people's life celebrations. And it's really, you know, to do somebody's hundredth birthday party, like that's incredible. What are, what are the chances of that? Or, or, you know, to do the favors for somebody's wedding and, and then they call you back and you're doing their baby shower and it's incredible. So, um, yeah, life is sweet, sweet, spread the love. Um, we also do, um, say good vibes only. Because that's a very surfer thing down here. That's, that's my thing, and uh, it's very like surf and beach friendly. So yeah, uh, those are the things. Yeah. And, and mine is don't wait, let's create. I don't oh, care I what that. you're making, but that's my tagline for my blog. Don't wait, let's create. Let's oh, do this. Okay. You know. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> so, definitely. Okay, this is a question that I ask everybody before we get off, and I kind of warned you that I was going to ask you this. <laughs> So a lot of people just kind of, you know, they, they pause funny, but it's a good, it's a good question. If you were going to give all the listeners out there a tip or a trick or something that they should know about cookie decorating, what would that be? Well, that's so tough. I mean, it, you know, I feel it's funny because I feel like my cookies are like a lot, like almost simpler than like what a lot of cookiers are doing. Um, you know, I just gave somebody advice the other day. I would always make two to three extras. So that way, if I messed up or I had one to play with, um, if it was a new design or even if it was a design I hadn't done in a while, I'll have that one to play with. And then the second one I would throw in as a bonus. Do you do bonus cookies? I know a lot of people will give, um, especially when I was shipping, I would always throw in an extra. And the third cookie would be for promotion. So take a photo of it. Very, very important to always be photographing your work. Um, and then wrap it up and put your business information on it and give it to somebody who is going to spread the word or spread the love about business <laughs> because there is nothing love it. easier to promote a business with than cookies. So, um, whether it's your mailman, whether it's the cleaners, whether it's bartender, um, I always say like, you know, if you have the time to do a couple of free cookies and, and spread the word with them, I, I always say do it. And on the other hand though, when people are going over the top asking you for free stuff, like that's also kind of like a whole other thing. So that's another question to maybe answer in stories. But um, I think to anyone starting out, making extras, icing all the extras, photographing the extras, and then getting the extras to people that are gonna spread the word about your business is key. Now, see, that's funny. That's a great way. And I love your view on that because I always make one to two extra cookies with every batch that I do, but they're for me to mess up on. <laughs> great cookies all the time. So, you know, you if you ice a cookie and you leave it and you don't like it, you could leave it for a good like minute or two. Like you want the icing to get a little bit harder and then we full scrape it, right? And yeah. You really like wipe it down pretty well. And if you're going... We don't always ice right to the very edge. It looks, and you don't either from your cookies. Like you leave a little bit of a cookie edge. Yep. So if you scrape and then re-ice on that, a lot of times you can't even tell. But again, that one cookie is your extra. See, I never would have thought to use cookies as a bonus to do that. I mean, that's brilliant. So all the people out there who are working on their cookie careers, if they sell, I mean, what a great way to do it. And they could even make that cookie something different. Totally. That, you know, yeah. Because sometimes you have to do an order like to the person's specs but uh -huh. you have something else in your head so then you have that third extra to be like okay uh -huh. I have this idea for next time and again yeah. photograph it definitely photograph keep a catalog I wish my photos were more organized but I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos so 
I started taking photos from the very beginning and it's pretty incredible what comes up. What's really cool now, and I'm sure you know this from your blog and, and all your technology is the using the keywords in your photos. Because then once you do a search, it comes right up. So that's something I've started to keyword and tag all my photos. That was hard for me to learn was the keywords because, you know, I see something and I call it a Southern thing and then people up North see it and they call it a Northern thing. So it has really opened me up to think about a cookie and what everybody's going to call this cookie to tag it, you know, or use a keyword for it. So it really, it's, it's improved me a lot, you know, so I was grateful for that one. (laughs) So Okay, well, Danny, thank you so much for showing me that I have could have a career and work for myself and it end up turning into a book and a successful blog with, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people praying for me when I was sick. I'm only here right now because they prayed. That's the only reason I'm here. It's seriously, I'm still answering emails and stuff because there are so, so I still have hundreds of emails to answer. So and, and just everybody out there that's listening if you sent me an email I'm working on it I promise I love you so much and thank you for praying for me so but thank you for showing me that I can have a career working for myself and teaching others to do what we all love I mean huge you're you're my cookie hero thank you thank you thank you Thank you. It was so great talking to you. I could talk to you all night. But I could too. Thank you so much. I hope, we, gonna, hope we meet in person one day. I'm yeah. I'm gonna have to make my way to New York to meet you because I definitely want to see. I want to see those stars and that gingerbread guy behind you. <laughs> we'll decorate some cookies together, of course. Um, hello. <laughs> I saw real quick before we go. I saw that picture of you with all those paintbrush cookies around. Oh, yeah. That was a beautiful photo. I saw that and I just stopped and I'm like, wow, that is so fun. So. I yeah, that photo was incredible, which all of them are, but that one just stopped me in my tracks. So, but thank you so much for being here. Guys, please check her out on sweetdannyb.com. Go to your shop. Tell me your, do you have a separate link for your shop? I don't. I, we're, I'm just all at Sweet Danny B on social. Okay. I just kept it all the same. And we're on Bangs Avenue in Asbury Park. So when you're coming down for the summer, come see us before or after the beach. Um, yes. And you better come visit us when you come to New York, Lisa. Bring I, you can I definitely will. I, he'll, if I go, he'll go. And okay. and and guys, also seriously, um, I'm going to beg her as soon as we turn off this microphone. I'm going to beg her to send some of those pictures she told us about. So be sure you check out the podcast on thebarefootbaker.com because I'm going to I'm going to talk her into it. I think she's smiling, so I think she's going to do it. <laughs> sure, I'm happy to send pictures. All right. Well, thanks guys for tuning in to the Barefoot Baker to hear the power of a cookie podcast. Also, you can catch it on iTunes. I did a little um, work on my blog today, and now every single episode of The Power of a Cookie is on iTunes. So please sign up and follow us there, okay? You guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Power of a Cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com.